At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome to Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. Here we have great recommendations for your next audiobook. I'm Robin Witten, editor of Audiophile, and this week we are focused on Audiophile's selection of 2019's best audiobooks. In this special episode, we'll talk about the memoir audiobooks that we chose as best of the year. And these titles really give you unique glimpses into the lives of six very different individuals. And we also have a special guest, narrator Rupert Degas. And we'll talk with Rupert shortly. But first, here are our choices for the best memoir audiobooks of 2019. The Moment of Lift by Melinda Gates, read by the author. Trailblazer by Dorothy Butler Gilliam, read by January Lavoie. Mama's Boy by Dustin Lance Black, read by the author. From Scratch by Tembi Locke, read by the author. Forever and Ever Amen by Randy Travis and Ken Abraham, read by Rory Feek. And... And The I, I, and I by Gerald Durrell, read by Rupert Degas. So welcome, Rupert. We're delighted to have you here with us. Delighted to be here, Robin. Thank you. Well, we're talking from Maine to Australia, which is pretty fabulous. I'm in Sydney, <laughs> yes, uh, with this lovely smell of smoke this morning from the, the bushfires, which is still raging, unfortunately, and um, it's pretty tragic. But uh, there's that waking up to the smell of smoke is always um, interesting. <laughs> yes, yes, goodness. And you don't want to hear about our November weather here. So we'll just we'll uh, move yes, on to something yes. a little more <laughs> tropical, all right? <laughs> yes, okay, cool. So... Can you give us a little framework about Gerald Durrell and the I.I. and I? Well, Gerald Durrell, I've been familiar with Gerald Durrell since I was a child. He had a zoo in Jersey, and he's an animal conservationist, and he's been very passionate about animals all his life since he was a child. And I didn't really know much about him apart from watching him as a child on television, presenting things and talking. So when I had the opportunity to narrate these books, it was wonderful to sort of, because I'd never read a Gerald Durrell book before. And I thought, oh my goodness, this chap is really funny. And I YouTubed him and tried to, and saw lots of interviews with him. And he's, he's very posh and he's got this wonderful sort of way of speaking. And he's almost sounds very much of his time, of his era of the 1950s sort of and 60s. And so I tried to sort of emulate his voice and his accent to try and get into it. His stories as he travels all around the world, from to Madagascar, Argentina. He worked at Whipsnade Zoo when he was younger. That's how he started in the business. And his sense of humor while he's dealing with locals, trying to find endangered species and unusual animals to take back to his zoo in Jersey so that he can keep the species from um, becoming extinct and look after them. It's fascinating reading these, these four books. And I think the four of them do kind of 
come as a group together, which is which is lovely. And it's I'm honoured and humbled to, to be nominated for this prestigious award, which is fantastic. Uh, and the II and I is the last of the four. Uh, so fantastic, yes. Well, it's quite fun that there were four. They were all fabulously reviewed and we had to pick one. <laughs> the II and I seemed like the most fun to talk about. Yes. But it's interesting because the Durrell family is most recently known in the U.S. because of the TV series, The Durrells in Corfu, where, you know, young Gerald and his family have these really hilarious adventures. But the II is set in Madagascar. So you had a lot of different accents for all of the titles, but, you know, Madagascar, the I.I. was a real challenge. And tell me a little bit about how you get a handle on those accents. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, accents, are, as you know, is my sort of thing. I, I love doing accents and character voices. It's what gives me the most pleasure is finding an accent and, and doing it. Going onto the internet and trying to find people speaking in Malagasy, I think is the, the, the language, the people from Madagascar called the Malagasies, was pretty challenging to find someone. But eventually I sort of tracked down a few clips on YouTube set in Madagascar and I thought, right, well, there we go. That's, that's what I'll do, you know. Always with these things, you want to try and do an accent that is very respectful, is almost honors the musicality of the voice. Um, accents can sometimes go, they can cross a line and become caricatures, which I think is always dangerous. The right thing to do is stay on this side of the line and make the accent. I'm narrating a book at the moment where there's a lot of Chinese and, and Korean. So, you know, one's got to be sort of very careful to be honorable uh, to make these characters real and not sort of caricatures really uh, so the madagascar thing was was tricky but um i think we got there <laughs> but it's gerald durrell doing it of course because he it, the, the books are in his first person so i can hide behind the fact that it's gerald durrell reading it and gerald durrell doing the accent so i my little conceit in my head was oh gerald durrell does voices so that's how i kind of went with it <laughs> well you did it so wonderfully and is there something else about this whole suite of the durrell memoirs that stayed with you you know it, it what stayed with me was actually because i'm i'm a huge animal lover what stayed with me was i've now become more interested in looking at his conservation trust uh, in jersey and i I'm now sort of actively trying to, you know, support his charity and stuff like that and through my Instagram and everything. And I've, I've become more interested in his legacy uh, as a result of reading these books and all the wonderful work he does um, to conserve animals that we're losing through, you know, deforestation and, and, and climate change. And, and I'm a passionate sort of environmentalist. And, and this, so it's that sort of element of it that has stuck with me more than the stories themselves was what his legacy is. That's so interesting because, of course, I think when you read so much about an individual, I mean, that's what memoirs do. You, they put you inside the lives of someone else and what that 
those people care about. And so to come out on the other side and care about the same things is quite interesting. Yes, it was very moving. It, it, I, yes, it t- those books touched me a, a great deal. I've been a long time a fan of Gerald Darrell, and I think you did an, an incredible, I mean, I really feel like I was hearing him talk about all his travels. But Wonderful. We have to, we have to play a clip so our, our listeners can hear as well. Yes. So let's play a clip from the I, I, and I. The town of Anamatarate Violala, a name which trips lightly off the tongue, through which we thought we might pass, is described in such glowing terms that we expect to find branches of both Harrods and Fortnum's there. But another confidant will tell you that the town is a gastronomic desert. Ask for Pierre, we were advised. He is a mine of information. And where do we find him? Oh, just stop and ask anyone in the street. They all know Pierre. He's the best-known person there. He can fix anything. He could find you a dinosaur on top of the Eiffel Tower— or a deep freeze at the North Pole. You begin to long to meet this miracle worker, to lay your head on his honest breast and have all your problems solved. Of course, when you get to Anamata Rate Violala, you find neither Harrods nor Fortnum's, nor can you find anyone who knows Pierre. Well, it's so different, Rupert, because we're talking, and that's you we just listened to, but it was really Gerald. <laughs> really. Yes, yes. I should point out, if, if no one knows what an I.I. is, in case anybody's wondering, it's a tiny uh, little monkey-like creature that lives in a tree that has this unique finger that is this very long, spiky finger, which he uses to get food out of um, little things. I'm being terribly vague, but um, it's, it's they're very, very, very rare. You can only see them at night and they're indigenous to, to Madagascar and there's very, very few of them left. They're, they're very, very endangered and very few people have seen them. And that is his journey to find one of these, to take back to Jersey Zoo, to try and at least get two and try and have them mate and make others. There's a great documentary about the I.I. on, on YouTube, by the way, it, they, you, they're really so hard to find. <laughs> they're like finding a needle in a haystack. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Well, I think this will intrigue everyone to learn more about the I.I.s and to listen to you doing Gerald Durrell's memoirs. So thank you so much for joining us today, Rupert. Thank you, Robin. Congratulations on having one of your audiobooks selected for 2019 Best Audiobooks. I think it's awesome. What can I say? It's fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> well, we've been talking about The I, I, and I by Gerald Durrell with narrator Rupert Degas. This has been a special Best of the Year edition of Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. Support for our podcast comes from Paperback Classics, a new imprint from Oasis Family Media. And if you've enjoyed today's podcast with narrator Rupert Degas, please stay tuned right here all week for other chats with narrators from some of our 2019 Best Audiobooks. And you can always check our social media as we often have conversations with narrators and videos. And the full list of Audiophile's Best Audiobooks can be found at audiophilemagazine.com. This is Robin Witten. Thanks for listening. <laughs>